morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name's Tom Short. I'm so glad to have you along today with us as we get into the Word of God. And specifically today, we're talking about spiritual gifts. Now, I don't know what stream of Christianity you have been part of in the modern evangelical world. Some parts, some churches, some streams, shall we say, really, really emphasize spiritual gifts. Some perhaps overemphasize them where they neglect other aspects of the Christian life and they think that all I'm to do is where I'm gifted and nothing else. And they can become pretty excited about their gifts to the point where with some people it might even be a little off-putting. On the other extreme, there are a lot of churches that just basically teach everybody to do everything. And maybe out of fear of, of the other side, they don't talk about gifts hardly at all. And it's de-emphasized. And somehow we don't want to be either one. We want to strike that proper, appropriate scriptural teaching without going to either extreme. And my background really is more on the latter group. The ones that maybe out of fear of, of some of the excesses that that have been seen in spiritual gifts kind of avoid it altogether and don't talk about it as much as we should so i'm excited about this series because i think we're missing something if you're in that latter group i think there's something here that the enemy our spiritual enemy would like to distract us from being used by god as he in building his kingdom to the way he'd want it to be and so today I'd like to continue from where I was talking yesterday and maybe go a little bit deeper. Four motivations I'd like to give you on why to discover and utilize your spiritual gift. Now the first one we talked about yesterday, but I want to reemphasize it. And that's number one, God is building his kingdom. He's building his church. In Matthew 16, Jesus said, I will build my church. And the whole tenor of scripture from Genesis to Revelation, is that there's a spiritual battle going on, and God is rescuing people from the domain of darkness, transferring them into the kingdom of His beloved Son, Colossians 1, verses 13 and 14, and that you and I are a part of this rescue mission that's led by our captain, Jesus Christ the Lord. Now, God has given you a gift to make you effective, more effective in building His kingdom. It's not all the same. We don't all have the same gifts. This is what we read in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. All don't have the same gift. There are a variety of gifts. We need one another. We are a body. And as a body, my eye needs my head. My eye needs my ear. My ear needs my tongue. My hands need my body. If, if all were just a hand, how could we get anything done? If all were just an eye, you know, if you were just one big eye, you couldn't get done. If you're all just one big tongue, that's all you had was just your tongue. Uh, as I say before, you wouldn't be worth a lick. But we're ver we have a variety of gifts because God is the God of God's on the march. God is doing something. Our leader is going somewhere. He's accomplishing something, and He's equipped you specifically for specific tasks. It's kind of like on a team. Take a basketball team. On a basketball team, 
everybody needs to be able to score some. Everybody needs to be able to dribble a little bit. Everybody needs to be able to play defense and offense. The team's mission is to go win the game. But in that team, you'll probably have a leading scorer. You'll probably have a top rebounder. You'll probably have a defensive ace. You might have a guy who's an excellent passer, an excellent dribbler. You have different people playing different roles. They all have to have a basic minimal level of skill in everything, but there's other areas where they excel. And the true all-stars have an area in which they excel. The winning teams bring together not everybody doing all the same thing. The winning teams learn how to utilize different people's gifts, skills, abilities to go win that game. Folks, we want to win the game. God has given you some sort of gifting, ability. Never underestimate the value of it. I used to coach youth basketball, and I had to tell the kids, it's not all about scoring the basket. You might be our team's MVP because you play great defense. You might be our MVP because you're a great passer. You don't get the, you don't score the points, but our team wins because of you. Folks, whatever gifting you have, whatever it is, it's important that you utilize it. It's something God has given you. It's not the same gift God gave me. It's a gift God gave you. And together, our team, our body works to accomplish the purposes of God. What you do is important. And if you don't do your role, it's something's missing. If you don't find, discover, and utilize your gift, something will be missing in what God wants to do in his kingdom work. Number two leads right into it, and that is we have a stewardship entrusted to us. Not only do you, number one, you can play a vital role in, in accomplishing the purposes of God. Number two, you have a stewardship entrusted to you. In 1 Corinthians chapter 11, in verses 7 and 11, he says, and I'll read verse 11, but he says it also in verse 10, um, uh, 7, 1 Corinthians 11, 11, but one and the same spirit works all things, distributing to each one individually, just as he wills. Do you ever think your gift is insignificant, unimportant, doesn't really contribute that much? Well, whatever gift you have is a gift God gave you. It's the gift the Holy Spirit wanted to give you. It's a gift the Holy Spirit must have considered important to give to you. Folks, you know, how do you feel if you give someone a Christmas gift and they, they open it up and then just set it aside and never look at it again? Don't, don't care about it. Neglect it. Wish they'd gotten other things instead. We don't want to be that way towards God, do we? God gave you the gift. He, he understands who you are, your personality, your, your background, your upbringing, where you fit in the body of Christ. We've got a wise God. He's, he's, he understands us. He understands those around us. He's placed you where he's placed you. You are where you are. You're amongst the people you're amongst. And God has given you the gift that will help and serve, and it's the right one for you. Don't ever envy other people's gifts. Don't ever, don't ever you know, pout that you don't have this gift, you've got that one instead. Your gift matters. It's important. If you weren't here, there'd be a hole left. There'd be, a, there'd be something missing. Utilize it. Be a good steward of it because it's a gift God gave you. Number three, 
We mentioned this earlier, yet we mentioned this yesterday. I say it again. Utilizing your spiritual gift will energize you. I, I get so distressed when I hear about a pastor burning out or, or, or someone who's not a pastor. They burn out in ministry. My friends, ministry is to be invigorating. You were created for ministry. God didn't create you to get all worn out. God, the Spirit of God will invigorate you as you're involved in ministry. And sometimes, for whatever reason, and I think that our enemy would love to get us serving hard and giving our best and being faithful and giving it our all, working in an area we're not gifted in. I've been there in my own life. And earlier in my life, years ago, I, I would set goals of how I wanted to grow as a person. And I always set those goals based on what my weaknesses were. I wanted to bring up my weaknesses. Now, there, there is a place for improving your weaknesses to a basic level. But I was ignoring the gifts and strengths God gave me Basically, wanting to become a jack-of-all-trades, and I was neglecting the opportunity to become a master of one. And it was when I, to be honest, it was discouraging. It was burning me out. It was month after month, quarter after quarter, I was setting the same goal in an area where I wasn't getting much better at. And I said, this isn't working. And I'm kind of for my own survival, I said, I'm going to start focusing on what I'm good at. And that's where I'm going to give my, my attention. And you know, God enabled me to in, improve, to make a difference in the kingdom, in our church, but to, but to grow in my own personal encouragement and to be, shall I say, spiritually energized. And I think you will discover that as well. There's a problem with burnout. I I don't like the phrase because it implies that serving God is not where, I mean, that's, that's where our life is to be. And God gives us so many promises of energy and power if, if we're serving as he leads us. We're to be like a fruitful vine. We're to be like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields us fruit in a season. To me, all this imagery of the Christian life is just the opposite of burnout. And I do think one of the reasons is the enemy gets people so involved in, in good work, but not what God is leading them to do, that they run out of strength and energy. I really believe, from personal experience and from what I've observed, if you really focus where God has gifted you, stay humble, stay united, stay part of a team, realize you need others. But if you focus where God has gifted you, you're going to be more energized. I really believe that. And if you're suffering burnout and discouragement in your own life, maybe you need to ask, are you focusing where God has gifted you? All right, we'll talk more about that in the coming days, about how to make some changes if you need to. Fourth thing, fourth important thing here, and that is this. When your, your gift reflects the nature of God, I got this from my wife, Roz. She was mentioning to me how how easy, she has a gift of mercy. It's not a flashy gift. It's not something that, you know, you go up on stage and ex exhibit the gift of mercy. And at times she was uh, tempted, as we all are, to think our gift isn't that significant. And then she realized, wait a minute. 
our God is abundant in mercy. Our God is a merciful God. God, God told the, the, Jesus told the Pharisees, go and learn mercy. Learn about this. And she began to see that the gift she has is a reflection of the very nature and character of our God. One of the great, I mean, all of his characteristics are wonderful, but what a wonderful characteristic of God, his mercy, and what a wonderful thing to be gifted in showing the mercy of God to other people, to be a merciful people, a merciful person. Every gift we have is a reflection of something in God's nature. Our God's a teacher. If he's given you a gift of teaching, you're exhibiting his character, his nature, his nature. You're not just teaching, you're exhibiting what God is like as a teacher. Our God is a leader. He's going somewhere. He's accomplishing something. If God has given you a gift of leadership, you are reflecting something of the image of God. Our God is generous. If you have a gift in giving, in, in supporting others or giving needs, to, giving to meet the needs of you're being like God. Every good gift comes down from God, James 1, 17 tells us. Every good gift comes from Him. And if, you're a, if, if God has given you a gift in giving, you're reflecting the very nature and image of God. How awesome is that? The various gifts God has, the, the, the nature of God is reflected in the gifts He has given to you and to me. And as we exercise those, well, we ought to reflect the nature of God in everything, right? But as we exercise in the area of our giftedness, there's a super evidence, a super abundance, a, a, an extra dosage of exhibiting what God is like. This is why we need to always appreciate other people's gifts too. Part of the body, we don't want to get out of balance. We don't realize that God has given me a gift that, that and with every strength, there are, there are some weaknesses. So I need to appreciate others because together we exhibit the manifold grace of God. Together we exhibit the character and nature of God. And we, 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 we balance one another out, shall we say. But we don't balance one another out by being everyone being mediocre or everybody going to the lowest common denominator. But rather, you're strong in mercy. You're strong in exhorting. You're strong in giving. You're strong in teaching. You're strong as a missionary. You're strong in serving. And together, our strengths come together. They exhibit, they're shown in the body of Christ and they exhibit the nature of God. How exciting. Your, your gift matters. Your role matters. Become excellent in it. Excel. Take it to another level and be amongst people who are taking their gift to another level. And my goodness, watch the dynamite explode. Amen? Watch the kingdom grow. Father in heaven, we bless you today and thank you again for the gifting you've given us. We pray, Father, for the grace, the humility, the honesty to acknowledge where you've really given us abilities, skills, gifts. Lord, it's not pride. <clears throat> it's not pride to say that you've gifted me in something and to utilize it. It's pride not to. It's pride to think that anything we do is of our own strength. All we've done is receive from you. We're channels of your grace, channels of your your gifting, channels of your nature, channels of you, who you are. We're channels through whom you flow to a needy world. You encourage one another. You bless one another. You build up one another through us. Thank you. We're excited. We offer to you our very bodies, Lord.
We're your servants. We can't do anything without you. We are nothing without you. Everything we have, we've received from you. And so we're just channels to a needy, lost, dark world of the grace and goodness and beauty of our God. Thank you how you work through us. Thank you how you give us different gifts to to where you give us super ability, a spiritual strength that others may not have. Maybe something you've only given to us. And we want to utilize that and employ it in serving others and bringing you glory. Help us be good stewards. We want to be good stewards of all that you've given us. And today we focus, might we be good stewards of the spiritual gifting and abilities that you've entrusted to us. We bless you. We love you. We give you this day. I pray for everyone on, uh, on here today, everyone joining me. Fill us with your spirit. Fill us with your joy. Fill us with your victory. Give us confidence. Help us, Lord, to recognize the voice of the enemy and to reject it and resist it. And help us to recognize the voice of our Savior and to follow you fully. Help us, Lord, to believe what you say about us and to reject those whispers or shouts the enemy wants to tell us that we're not significant. We don't have much to add. He wants to beat us down, accuse us. We, re- we resist that. We reject those statements. We believe the truth that you tell us about ourselves. We love you today and bless you with all of our heart. And we pray it in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. Hey, thanks for being with me. I get excited about this. I hope you are too. I hope you're asking God and being honest. Let God show you what what it is, and don't fear. Don't be afraid. Don't have a false humility that doesn't acknowledge there's some things God has gifted you in. Discover them. Embrace them. Acknowledge it. Say it out loud. Write it in your Bible. God has made me an able, and then fill in the blank, what he's blessed you in, okay? Thanks for being with me. I'm here every day, 8.30 a.m., and I'm glad for all of you who join me day after day. Tell your friends. Let's grow this community. Pass this, these messages on through your social media or by word of mouth to your you know, small group, your church, your family, your friends, your neighbors. Uh, involve them with us. And if you're new today, make sure you do subscribe. Hit the like button. Leave a comment. I always like to know where you're from. And we'll see you tomorrow morning. God bless you. Have a great day. Bye-bye. 